You are listening to the Go Sense Beer Cast, a division of Ottawa Unthawed. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a brew, and enjoy the show. Mike Fisher scored in his first game back. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Yeah. You want to make sure you score. You want to make your mark. Yeah, you're I, back. Will he uh, be able to score more? So did he officially retire? Is that what happened? He did. Now, there's things like, I don't know, I, I don't read tabloids, but uh, maybe listening to a country music radio, there was stuff going on there in the house. In, in Nashville? You mean? I, yeah. he, I heard that he was getting bored. That oh, sounds logical. Okay. Yeah, so I think she was like on tour all the time, probably, yep. I'm guessing. And uh, he... He was saying that he found himself watching more games. Oh, okay. Was, That's was how he was hockey, like, and, he yeah, was, and, and then time. he was getting really mad and yelling at like the refs and just like, getting really <laughs> into. He's like, "Oh man, I got to get back yeah. into this," which yeah. is pretty cool. It's great to hear it was a good, you know, first game back. Oh, yeah, Mike Fisher. So I was looking. Uh, Mike he Fisher. built that church, didn't he? Like right across from the uh, the arena. From Canadian Tire Places, you're going down the Queensway. There's like that church oh, no, right on, on the, the other, on the the other, other side, side of the uh, yeah. 417. That's yeah. his church? Well, like, yeah. that, cool. I think he, he what basically... What kind of church is that? Uh, not exactly. The Mike mm. Fisher Church, I think. <laughs> 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 well, he's very Christian, I think, right? Like it's, he's so made he had that it all clear. wrong with the Church of Alfie. Yeah, you basically did, yeah. <laughs> That's like, true, though. I'm I, Well, it's true as far as I know. Did you guys ever hear that? I, I had never heard, I heard it one way or the other. I heard, and again, this could be false, but like that church by the opp station in canada yes the russian uh, orthodox the russian yes was, uh, yashin had a lot of, to do with that oh, but that's right what, on. that makes yeah. sense yeah it does make sense that's a little bit of a landmark i remember that being built that was a big deal yeah no that was a big deal like you know back then in canada like you know obviously the palladium going up was a huge deal that was like massive but before that, just like the littlest thing would be like such a big deal, like being built. Now everything is just like, oh, something else being built. I hear you're used to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but like I remember like KRC, which, you know, would still be a big deal today, I guess. But like that was huge. That it was, was a big, yeah. Canada Recreation Complex. That was before the Palladium. And that was like just state of the art. So what came first, the hill or KRC? I think they came at the same time, did they not? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, it's interesting. That's kind of funny. Because that none hell. of that was there before, but it's really grown into a nice spot. They have you know, like beer fests there. Canada has their beer yep. fest there, and uh, um, yeah, it's a great. Is it spot. like a Oktoberfest or an actual beer fest? I yeah. think they have both. I think they use that spot. Oh, as geez, a, we should a place. try that out. Yeah, that I mean, those good. fest things. Uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm getting too old for it though. It's it's funny. <laughs> well, you pay the price. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, you definitely pay the price. Uh, We're not talking admission. So yeah. Anyway, we're talking a different kind of price. Like oh, a, yes, a physical pull yes, on the box. Exactly. Yeah. Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's true. Because well, then I, you know, you have a couple of beers, and before you know it, you spend a hundred bucks. Yeah. Before you know, you know like, it, you're going to like one of those sketchy ATMs, like taking another hundred bucks or something. It's funny how life works. Where like when you're in your early twenties, you know, you you don't maybe have the financial means to do it, but you can do a lot of damage to your body. But now we have the financial means to attend any of these, but it takes a toll on our bodies. Catch yeah. Why can't too. we? Yeah. So where's the happy medium? Be rich. 30? Be rich when you're young. Not that we're rich, but I mean we're rich like 
fulfilled rich, I, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, we live in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> we're blessed. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we're just rich because we're not going out as much as we did before. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, I mean, well, no. No, no, I'm just Lightly, kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's better now. But anyways, I was looking back at Mike Fisher, and uh, he played 675 games with the Sens, which sounds about right. It's and, pretty impressive. And he had 348 points. Now, I'm pretty sure that is seventh in points all time son wow what about Still, games played uh games played 675 what is is he in a uh like what place is he in oh uh for games played uh that's a good question actually he's like seventh. <laughs> oh really yeah. seventh overall nice yeah. yeah mike fisher fan favorite like really good in the community yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa really likes Mike Fisher. Yeah, uh, another guy is Radic Bonk. You know, he's always popping up still. Uh, Chris Neal I see quite often. He's, you know, he's right into the, the hockey with his kids. I see him all the time, which is kind of cool to see that he's still here. But anyway, so this is the Ghost Sends Beer Cast. I'm uh, Matt. I'm here with Kyle and Mike. Oh, hey. We're all hey, hosts, co-hosts. And, uh, hey, Mike. We talk about Ottawa, uh, we talk about hockey, and we talk about beer. And uh, Mike is usually the one that brings the beer here. What do you got? Yeah, today is no exception. So uh, I brought a couple of beers. Bear with me for one second. Oh, thank you, Kyle. All right. There you okay. are. Frequency APA. All right. Bicycle Craft Brewery. Gotta love the bicycle. Yeah, that's changed. It's changed a little bit. They did retweet it took, their I think logo. they took the spokes out. They had spokes. I prefer the spokes personally. Yeah, well, it maybe was, yeah. as a printing issue. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen yeah. one in a while. Frequency APA. What's an APA? It's an American Pale Ale, which uh, it, it's pretty similar to uh, an IPA, but uh, traditionally I think like lower lower alcohol and lower uh, not as hoppy. So this cool. is uh, 25 IBUs. So it's just easy, more easy drinking, but still kind of loaded with tropical flavors. And, and in this very specific Exciting. case, I uh, brought some notes. Oh, good. Let me see here. So looking at the can, I'm I'm looking at it. I, I like to look just have the feel or whatever. And it's uh, it's a, a like a, a blank can with a sticker that wraps around uh, up until like you know yeah, a like centimeter yeah. at the back, and uh, it's like a matted a matted sticker, which feels nice. Uh, and again, back to the sticker, honestly, I think for these craft beer uh, companies, they're, they're way better off going with the sticker than the wrap, the plastic wrap. I'm never happy with the plastic wrap. I'm always happy with the sticker. Yeah, just or, like this. It, or paint, like, paint the can. They, then, they, like, yeah, they have all, they, you know what? I even like this better than painting the can. They yeah, have so all the information it's, it's just, on here and yeah, everything. Yeah. It's more anyway, economical. Okay, let's open up. Okay, what do you got? There's Mike? a nice, uh, nice texture to the can as well. Like there's a bit of a grip. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, nice sticker. So they invested, they, they spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is, yeah, spokeless. I think that is the... Uh... And you know what? It's growing. Like, I mean, I liked the spokes before, but it looks good with the spokes. It makes it more simple, right? That's when uh, companies, it, as they grow, they always simplify their logo more and more, I find. So that's the direction they're going. Yeah, I've been to their uh, brewery. Have you? Is this where you got this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. Are they still on industrial? Is they that are. Where it is? Okay. They are still yeah. there. Yeah. So I, I actually didn't even try this. I was just going there for another reason. Uh, and then I just wanted to get something that I know we hadn't, uh, hadn't done. And yeah, I didn't want like a dark beer or anything like that, but, oh, wow. This is pretty, pretty strong fruit. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty light. 
in color. Light in color smells really nice. Uh, there was like a lot of head when I poured it, which I like. I well, discovered you, that I like. Didn't the you head. discover how to pour a beer? Well, no, that's what was trending. I like whether it that's true the, or not is fake news. I, I don't think that's fake news. <laughs> I see some truth to that because if you got all that carbon, you know, when you take a sip of beer, something like listen, I'm no expert, but you know, sometimes you take a sip of beer, yeah, and it foams up in your mouth, and you're like, Ugh, and it's like hard to. Uh, well, it may so, be, but the, I don't mind it. I, I don't like it foamy. I like pouring it, and then when there's a little bit of head, the amount of head that's supposed to be there, that's what I like. Well, and agree, the rest disagree. is nice and I, well, like what I see, Mike, right there. That's what I like. I like more. I like a foamy like a fo- head. A foamy head, yeah, personally. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I had a class five, uh, whitewater class five, the other day. I poured it, and the thing was so foamy, it was like sticking to the glass. It was awesome. I oh, loved it. Okay, yeah. nice. So yeah, just I, to give a little bit of sorry, uh, just a quick little detail on, on what this is so they're saying a burst of tropical flavor aromas of tropical fruit lychee mm-hmm. and subtle candy are complemented by flavors of pineapple and mango crisp and refreshing this beer is crushable at five percent with a mild bitterness and clean finish so it, it, i'm gonna give it a sip it's yeah i just had a little sip as you were drinking that and it's, it's fruity it's very fruity oh yeah but it's um pretty refreshing it's very refreshing like i will say like i'd put in the same family as the uh, the fruit punch beer that we tried except uh i like this beer didn't really care much for the other one but it's like almost like in that same category because it tastes like tastes a lot like fruit but but the fruit punch one was really uh it was really dark like it mm-hmm. like it didn't look like beer like it looked like a it looked like, like fruit punch it did yeah but this one this one looks like a beer exactly and the, but it, it has, has more like of a that, beer taste uh, the fruit uh, aftertaste and uh and definite aroma and with the springtime coming you know this would be the type of beer that i would uh i would definitely drink as like the the season starts to warm up and you're chilling out in your backyard or whatnot it's a good one i like it yeah, it gets lighter outside, and so does the beer. And what's the alcohol? Five? Five percent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think their Velocipede is seven or eight or nine percent. It's high. I forget. It is probably, feels like, like 6.8, okay. maybe something along that. Okay. But, yeah. Which I like. Or maybe even, I wonder. I think it's a little bit, I want to say it's a tad lower. Seven, I think. I'm seeing seven or 7.1. IBU twenty five. We might have mentioned that earlier, but so this uh, is like a, like your basic Coors Light, kind of, but with a little bit of fruit to it, more or less. I mean, no, well, no, well, doesn't taste quite like a Coors Light. Hmm. I mean, just it smells good. It does. Oh, it smells like pineapple. Yeah, no, this is nice. This so is there's nice no beer. pineapple added Six to per- this. Six percent. It's just the hops. Which was six percent? Uh, the velocity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, there, I don't think there's any pineapple added to this. That's nice. It's a good, uh, good company, good place. So yeah, I went there because. Does pine- it say? Yeah, pineapple. Flavors of pineapple. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means. Like, it's not clear. You know what? That's something. That's a. That's something I'd like to, to get cleared up. Yeah, when you is, is this uh, from the hops or is that are you adding these flavors to this beer? Because right. if the hops are giving out those flavors, that's like really cool. But if are you're you adding like crystals, like you know, it's like going to the chemical factory and that, yeah, and, and looking for it's a, like flavor crystals, P I dash thirty. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, then I, I, I don't, I'm not too cool with that. Yeah. But, but if it's, if it's from like some, you know, like people are always uh, growing hops and trying to, to make it. And, and the thing is, uh, this, this whole craft beer industry explosion, it's like getting very competitive now. So they're feeling pressured and maybe, you know, some of them are like, I'm not accusing bicycle, obviously of doing that, but what you're implying is like, maybe some, they will resort to that eventually just to, you know, try to be different and do something new and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can buy stuff like that right now. I think so, like if you go to the liquor store, you can buy all kinds of different flavor. Curses. It's just Bud Lime, Bud Lime. Even that, like what's the lime? Is it real lime? Is it real lime? Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of limes. I'd like to yeah, figure that out. Yeah. No, I, I was reading just quickly about the type of hop, which is Eldorado hops. And it says, Eld, uh, where was it? Um, course it happens when i can't uh... so what about them what do you remember it, it's no it's it's the hop that is flavored that way okay so it is the hop so that's really cool right yeah that's pretty cool yeah that's uh... so there's no yeah it's a flavor now do they do any genetic modification to it i to don't make think so. it i don't know it probably just gives off a natural pineapple yeah flavor. no they I, they just crossbreed them it's like it's basically genetic now uh, i would say know, the, the uh, bud light lime bud light lime there's something going on there you well that, can tell that would be chemical yeah exactly oh, it's, it's bud you mm-hmm. know i wouldn't ex- <laughs> I, would, I would hope that these guys you know, you know what though like, why would, would just like, love to hear me like, like comparing bud light this lime. To bud light couldn't lime. they get a hop that's citrusy in a limey way though eventually you know kind of work yeah. at that no like, this there's is, citrusy hops yeah. like, why not Try to breed it towards a kind of a limey taste. We should look into that. We should maybe like spend an episode just trying shitty beer and you know breaking it down. That's not a bad idea. I just have a feeling though, probably whatever their like cost margins are for like making a bud beer, they're probably like it can't cost more than this to like research and design it and make it. Yeah, so like if it's, like it's if it's a, if it's a chemical that goes in there, like it's probably way easier than you know. I I don't know. I I, I hate to call any like you know you know that like beer commercial that's been on for some sense games where it was like a father and son uh yes where taking they, over the company or something, or something like, like that, that. but oh, they, yes, they, they yeah. work for like molson canadian or mm-hmm. like a, a big thing like that but they're like are they really like br- like brewmasters like do they like are they just are they like mcdonald's to like a real to making your own burger like are they just is it it's, so mass that produced that there's no personal touch to it like i just they're just dotting the i's and crossing the t's you know that's yeah, all they turning do. on yeah. the machines yeah. setting up the you know, some people have to make those computer programs, though, and make those recipes. Yeah. You know, I don't know how at all. I, who knows? But, who knows? Uh, you know, I have to say, back to the bicycle, um, the, the, you know, I'm always really happy with their their product. Yeah. They're my favorite. Yes. They're my yeah. favorite. Like, it, at least in Ottawa. I won't say Ottawa Valley, but they're my favorite in have the you, city. Have you ever seen it on tap anywhere? Like this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, for uh, definitely at, uh, like, the craft beer market. Okay. In... Uh, at Lansdowne or TD Place, yes. whatever they're calling that place. I call and it I've Lansdowne. had it at some other bars. Like a lot of bars are doing, they have local taps. It's a big thing. So I actually, the um, I went to the Hintonburg Public House a year ago, or no, two years ago. And uh, that's where I had that uh, Freedom Machine beer that uh, we did last year. It's like, uh, it's like a cherry pale ale that they make for like women's, International Women's yep. Day. I so we did that, that last year. So I had that at a bar. So, nice. Anyway. Nice. So just yes. on tap or was on tap. it? Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. But uh, so that's that place. So go check it out if you haven't already cuz it's really really good. Easy to get to. 
Industrial Road. East End. And uh, Kyle, what are you drinking there? Uh, I'm drinking, uh, well, I brought and am sipping some tea that I, I brewed. I brewed it out of uh, Chaga. Have you ever heard of Chaga? Mm, it sounds familiar. I think you're talking about I have about never, you. ever heard of You've that. You've never heard of Chaga? Yeah, so it's Chaga is like a, a fungus that grows on birch trees in this area and all over the northern parts of the world just birch trees yeah well okay, i think it'll grow on other trees but mm-hmm. it's the benefits aren't as great okay like um yeah so and, and so like is it like a fresh mushroom that comes out like yeah it's an interesting like uh um, special if you, if you special look at some pictures no. if you just google search chaga mushroom you'll see all these pictures and you'll and you'll start reading all these benefits and that's kind of why i'm drinking it i i just kind of realize that i have an opportunity to look for these things and and i come across this stuff and i hear that it's like so many people want to try this so this you pick this chaga yeah i found it i went for a hike and i came across it, it was like super cool okay. and it was really easy to harvest and right. and, uh, and how are you able to identify it? like you just you can sort of yeah it's it's one of actually to be honest one of those rare mushrooms that are like extremely easy to identify and there's like low low risk of making a mistake okay if you know what i mean yes I do. because you don't want to there's some like there's yeah that... there's some mushrooms that you don't want to be hey i know what those mushrooms are and you eat them and you can kill you yes right? exactly yeah okay interesting. so yeah like if like when you when you do a google search of this chaggy you're gonna look at it and you're gonna think oh my gosh that's that looks like a burnt you know piece of wood or like a piece of bear poo or something yeah right yeah and uh yeah it's really uh you know take a take a look it's like apparently really good for you really sought after i was my wife sent me to cardish and uh i looked for it I'm oh like, really? I wonder, yeah i wonder if this is in one of these health food stores and sure enough it is and it's really expensive huh yeah and, and so, it's so what are the health benefits um it's like antiviral like energy booster um like a like a, a Red Bull? Uh, no, like, not like that. No, it would be like uh, there's like, like a uh, prolonged... anti-cancer properties in it. Um, there's all kinds of really cool chemicals like uh, um, betulic acid apparently will, will help with your blood and just help uh, your digestive system and a whole bunch of, of things. And uh, okay. there's a melanin in it, really high doses of it, one of the highest doses of it. Like all these things and you read about it, they're supposed to be really good. And... It's just at my disposal. And, in you know. your backyard, almost quite literally. Yeah. So the preparation of it, like, we, before we, you know, we went on air, you gave us kind of a whiff of it. And it is that just its natural aroma? Have you done anything to it to, yeah. to make it more drinkable? Do you, do you just, or? like, boil the mushroom? Like, what, like, what's the process? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's really, really hard. Like, when I picked this thing, it was cool. Like, I, I'm like, I was really proud. Like, I you know it's it's something that people do and here here it is right and so i bring it home and i dry it out it was frozen the thing was frozen solid which was kind of mm-hmm. i think apparently a good thing and uh i brought it home thawed it out and then i just kept it warm like i put it in the oven with the light on for a while okay. you know what i mean it got like nice and warm in there and turned the oven on like really low like really low low yeah. temperatures like warm but yeah. not hot at all because they don't they say nothing make it hot so i did that a couple of times put it in for an hour take it out you know, a little later, I do the same thing until I totally like kind of cured it. Like I dried it all out and it was nice. And then I cut it up because with a bandsaw, but it, cause it's a really was it hard, the, like, was it the same texture as a regular mushroom? Or? No, this okay. thing, when it was dry, like it's like kind of barky. Like, 
dangerously like hard. I okay. gave you a yeah. You actually, to... yeah, yeah. Where is it? Here, like, like a bark. Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, no, no. So yeah, it's like a, a piece of bark, and it's uh, dark brown, and it has a really kind of burnt, textured, outside, and it's almost as, as as hard as like a diamond. Like it's so hard, it's so hard. And, and you, Matt has a piece of it. He's gonna show you, and uh, so you have to actually file it. That's so. That's what I do. I cut it into these pieces, and you need like a wood rasp to to file it. And so, yeah, I feel it. It's like hard. Oh yeah, that, that's that's okay. super hard. And yeah. Like so I just brought the mushroom. Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. you I, I, what I do is I probably take like a, looks like a brownie. A, a, yeah. That's does. what I thought. Like it, was it looks like a brownie. It and it feels like really hard, like a brick, almost. Not not like, but it's feels like, It feels like hard wood. Yeah. And but feel that. Believe me, it's so fine. It's totally fine. Hmm. Smells like nothing. It's barely. Uh, That's like, crazy. So yeah. it, it basically tastes earthy, and and if you read about it, you'd be like, holy jeez, you know. I, Take a uh, picture of it for uh, those brave people. The, yeah, uh, Twitter. I, I, put I things have some in their nice mouths. pictures on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Retweet that. So yeah. chaga, chaga mushroom. Okay, thanks, Kyle, for yeah, no uh, problem. Cool. Sharing so that. yeah, That's great. so so I want you to try that. Then yeah, I should have brought. I should have brought you a piece. I have a few pieces. Like the chaga mushroom was the size of a grapefruit, a big grapefruit. Perhaps I'll save it and we'll do. Uh, and so yeah, and so what I did. As I took some and I ground it down with a wood rasp because it's basically what you need, and uh, until I probably uh, a big grape, like a really like a good sized grape, I got the, about that much grounded up, and then I put it in a slow cooker on uh, uh, low. So I think there's like a, a setting. It's a like keep warm mm -hmm. setting. I put it in that with a couple cups of water, let that brew overnight, and you got yourself some Ottawa some, Valley Chaga tea. Yeah, which you know what. It probably doesn't get any better. That's great. That's awesome. Now, uh, while we're on the topic of fungus, so Eugene Melnick. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, that's a good trend. It's, it's topical. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I saw the opportunity to sneak in there. Yeah. So uh, anyway, no, I just hockey. What uh, what the heck's up with hockey? We're bronze. I just we're, want we're to bronze admit, medalists in I, the Olympics. I, I, I want to admit, uh, and I don't care what anyone thinks. I I don't mind Melnick at all. I think it's like really immature. that's perfect. So fine. Kyle yeah. Melnick in, yeah, you know it's like a little bit bullyish. No, no like, ick on Melnick. This guy's sick. You know what I mean? Like the guy's dying. Basically, he has to take all these like anti-rejection drugs, and he needs some chaga tea. Of his life. He probably does. You know what? That's right. I give uh, Melnick some chaga tea to help him out for sure. I got some Melnick. If you want some, I got some for you, Eugene. That sounds like a, yeah. a good proposal. That's a pretty honest gesture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he uh, probably doesn't get many of those. Uh, oh, I think he does. I think he gets. Uh, he's the owner of an NHL team. Oh, yeah, suck he, up to yeah, him. But he, the fans, he, it's really strange. It's really strange. The there, there's a, a, a loud uh, group of fans, and it's a large group of fans that uh, dislike him. And they have the whole Melnick out campaign, and uh, they're the ones that you know they get all the attention or whatever. But I find whenever I go to uh, you know get my lottery ticket or talk to the custodian at my work or something, you know, if, if I try to dissect, you know, the whole situation with those people, like the everyday fan, right. Mm -hmm. it, it's like, they, they don't care. They just like to have a team. They don't get, give a crap about Melnick. It, it, I find it funny. Like, cause you see all this stuff, like you read it and like everyone hates it and the, the, like people complaining, but, uh, then you, uh, 
you just you talk to anybody who walked down the street and a lot of people like a lot of people are annoyed with him at times well, but there's a lot of melnick out and like a lot of popularity like someone will do something funny with the melnick out and it'll get a lot of like hits it's like yeah melnick out everyone mm-hmm. hashtag melnick out melnick yeah, out melnick yeah. out basically saying we don't want you around here anymore like sell the team but these people don't realize he owns the team like what the heck are you doing he's the owner of the team what's he gonna do be like oh. Yeah, you guys got a really good point. Okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, bye, guys. Is, like, yeah. who has the upper hand bye, here? So City I find Ottawa. it a little bit, I don't know. And it gets a lot of publicity. To tell you the truth, I put out a little thank you to Melnick a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I just said, hey, thanks. You know, you do a lot of good stuff in the community. And, you know, I showed a picture of some stuff. And now to can, uh, counter and it with got this. Some, no, but yeah, it no, got yeah. some, uh, that's good. Yeah, some people absolutely. were like, hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, but you, you mentioned that, like, publicity. Um, that, that's where he, he struggles. Like, me personally, I don't care who owns the team. But, you know, sometimes he'll say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Whether you like it or not, if it rubs people off the wrong way, that's just a fact, right? Yeah, like, no, that's right. It upset people in, like, the comments he made. It's easy. It's so easy, though. It's like, mm-hmm. get them like whatever like you know he's in an interview he's in an interview and they're just prodding him and we're having a tough mm-hmm. season and they're just like asking all these the, the, tough the reality questions. is he's asking all these tough questions yeah. to him and he's sitting in front of the you know the outdoor arena and he's like what do you want him to just turn around and not answer the questions and just say i'm not going to answer these questions well he just speaks what's so, on his mind he you know he he doesn't script anything he's not a puppet which he, they were asking him questions and and he answered some and people didn't like what they heard and that's fine, but you can also ask the like you, maybe you didn't want to hear the truth. Is that, this what's wrong with people? It, it could be the truth is like how he feels and and sort of implying people like I can always move know, the team. You did know, people like, already know what you know. People already knew these things without him even yeah. having to say for, it. So why ti- are you so outraged? So for the the type of weekend it was, it was like. And also, you got to fault the reporter asking the questions. Maybe, you know, he shouldn't have interrogated Maybe. him too much, yeah. right? So yeah. I'm just as upset about that as I am about uh, Eugene Melnick's uh, comments, to be quite honest. It, what it, were the, that like, weekend? That weekend should have just been saved for a celebration of hockey and don't get into the politics of it. And that's what was happening. Right? And I think right there, what you just said mm-hmm. probably should have been, given given the circumstances of that weekend, that should have been his answer. A little like evasive, but exactly. diplomatic. Just going, you know what? I'm super excited about what we're having here right now. Give it a political answer. Dodge it if you have to or whatever. But just say, look, this is about the city of Ottawa coming here to two great historic, historic hockey teams going in front of the, you know, in front of in a lot of live fans. In retrospect, I bet you he wishes he did that, yeah. but he's not a politician. But, but, but he, he was asked a question by the reporter. The reporter should have known yeah, better, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's also a reporter's job to do it. And he it answered is. it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the reporter in no, any way. Not, I'm not I blaming the reporter. At the same but... time, like maybe the reporter could have kept it like, this is really cool for Ottawa. Like He could have asked any question on that night, but he decided to attack it. It might also be like, you know, you know in my opinion reporter like to keep it classy and leave the politic political questions out of it right like just like for that weekend like yeah they they have their job their thing but you know they also have a duty to like actually make this fun you know like what are we 
what are we entertaining the audience with? Like these interrogating questions or just a celebration of hockey? Yeah, I don't remember what the actual question was mm-hmm. or if it was something that was aggressively asked and, or if he just gave an honest well, answer he, or it, 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 and how it many on and on well, like the ranted. That's the other thing. Well, like, that, that that's mm-hmm. that too. But I mean, how, how often does Eugene Melnick put himself out there to be interviewed? Like, is this your only shot as a journalist to ask a couple of questions? Like, does he come out of his hole every so often? Mm-hmm. Like, t- I don't know. You know, but it, it does. I don't know. I, I they were valid questions, probably. But the, the given given the whole weekend, it, it was just all rubbed off really awkwardly and didn't sit and so well now, with people. There's a now there's a lot of damage control for that, and you're like, okay, you're thinking things can move forward, and then he becomes CEO. They fire the previous one who's here for like six months. He becomes CEO. I guess it's like an intern thing. I'm not entirely sure. No one knows. You're not really given many answers. And then the whole Carlson fiasco happens. And then that's when it just seems like everything was just came down. It's also too, I, I wonder Shit. like, I don't think there's one symptom here that for just the general feeling people have towards this team. And I, I don't quite fully understand it. Like, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like, I'm not, I'm not the most passionate hockey fan like i really like the ottawa senators i don't care about the nhl outside of this mm-hmm. team i don't pay attention to it i'm not that into it so uh, <clears throat> i i find in this particular case with this team it's i don't know i uh it just feels a lot of it is just we <clears throat> haven't had that much terrible uh, too many terrible um, sorry i'm having told my words here uh we haven't had a whole lot of adversity with this team like mm-hmm with the exception of like the early years, which is to be expected, but we've been such a good franchise for so long to see it kind of like stumble a little bit. But I mean, and it sort of started with the Alfredson departure. And I, and I think say, yeah. too, it's also gets conflated with just the general reactive nature of today's internet society that if this exact scenario was happening 10 years ago it wouldn't feel the way it does right now. Mm-hmm. It's just because there's 10,000 microscopes on it blowing this thing up making it look way worse than it actually is it's a business he's running it like a business if if your business is not making money or if it's fledgling or if there's problems with it you got to react to it you can't sit there and hemorrhage money this is what everyone knows and everyone like what you're saying so true so what you just said they're so true and everything that melnick said everyone already knew so it's really cheap for people to get all excited about it and like pounce on and cyber bully this fucking sorry this guy it's all good so i think the big thing with the fans uh would be uh the fear and the fear is that uh it's i i don't know the true answer but it sounds like eugene melnick is having financial issues right i think maybe that was a rumor yes and whether that's true or not i actually i don't know i never looked into it like sounds like he is but how like i you know i'm not basing that off of much other than what everyone says right at Uh, the end of the day on that on that weekend it sucks that he said that and mm -hmm. i get it Mm -hmm. right i just think but but i I think a lot of people back to the financial thing a lot of people just wish like he would admit to it that's what they want that's why they're doing the melnick out and that's why they're 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 you know like you say bullying but like they're they're bothering him they're nagging him just saying listen you don't have money just sell the team you can sell the team we have people that want to buy the team that probably have way Ooh. more money than you there there was like that other group. there was rumors yeah anyway 
that's I, I'm just I, I'm the messenger. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, I remember the there were rumors, but I'd like to know like if that's the case, like you know. Yeah, but another thing too is okay. Maybe he is or isn't like like outside of the senators. Maybe his general wealth is decreasing. But that aside, like even if you took someone in here who had say you know ten billion dollars in their bank account. Mm-hmm. If after 15 years of owning this, even if your actual reserves aren't depleting, but your team year over year isn't generating revenue, that's a terrible thing for you to do. You can only throw money into something for so long, even if you can, well, I can technically afford it, but it's not very like, Mm -hmm. he's been doing this for 15 years. Maybe he's just kind of like his health, his age, his everything after 15 years, maybe he's just, blah, he's tired maybe of it or something. Maybe it'd be time to and just move on. Maybe he should. Yeah. Maybe that's the smarter thing to do. Mm-hmm. If he really cares about the team, the way he says he does in the city and everything, maybe that's another alternative is it is mm-hmm. a good idea for him to leave. But the thing is, but, and I feel like the Melnick yeah. out, like, I don't know if that's going to work. I'll just make him want to keep the team more. Right? I don't if, like that. If it's time for it. him to leave, he knows and yeah. he will leave. He'll sell it when he like, that, like it's he, his team it's yeah, his choice like when he wants yeah. to mm-hmm. you know like and and you're like maybe like the guy's dying i think i'm pretty sure he's got a he's got a new organ but yeah, i'm sure liver. you have to like take some harsh drugs to keep that liver working for you too right i'm not qualified to answer that question yeah, but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure you have to take <laughs> yeah, some drugs forever yeah, yeah. i would say i so. don't know and <clears> then <throat> you know so if it's time for him to sell it he'll sell it no problem He'll probably sell it to all the right people because he does like the city. Yeah, he wants to keep it's it. It's too yeah. bad that and, and, the people have turned on him like you this. You know, well, no, like, but like that that large group of people aside, there's still a lot of people that support him. Is it I'm a sure. large group of people? That's that's. I'm, the... I'm sorry, I, I originally said loud group of people. Okay, and that would probably. I think that's more accurate mm-hmm. because it's just like anything. When when anything on the internet gets mm-hmm. big, like it sounds big, mm-hmm. but it's like probably like. A super small majority yeah. of people. Now, like they did, a, uh, there, there was a couple of them that did a GoFundMe page to do a billboard outside of the Corral Center. And I think they needed $5,000 or something. They ended up making like 8000 within like, you know, a day or two. Like it was like a crazy amount. Like a lot of people are putting money. Like, so there is a lot of people. It's a big group. But compared to like the rest of the city and, you know, the surrounding areas, like... I don't know. That's a drop in the bucket. Like if it if it made is ten thousand dollars, board up now. Are they I, working on it? They have enough money for I, it. I don't think so. It's I don't like, know. Way yeah, to go. So. Way to way to put your money in a billboard. Maybe mm-hmm. put it into the team. Like are these? I'd love to know if these people are buying tickets. That's what I wonder too. Like, I, I think a, a lot, lot of the haters. A lot of them. Are, a lot of them there there are a few like well, I, I mean I don't we don't know one way or the other I'm just I'm I'm more curious I'm not stating exactly, that they are the or thing. are not buying tickets there but are, I'd be curious a lot to of know. people will say you know I've been a season ticket holder and I'm Melnick out I'm not like renewing especially if they trade Carlson like back a week ago and they still might trade Carlson which actually isn't the worst hockey decision it's actually might be a smart idea to sort of explore and see what you could get for him right. I don't blame Dorian or Eugene Melnick for doing Pete that. Carlson. Yeah. Yeah, Although exactly. he was looking good the last two games. Yeah, he was looking but good. He hasn't skated like that. And he, he'll but... be good for the next 10 years. He'll he'll be fine. Like, and if we keep him and he's sign him for the contract, He's showing other teams what he can do good. right now. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and what he's doing, and he, he did it multiple times, he would get the puck and skate so fast, <laughs> deep into their zone, yeah, skating past everyone, yeah. and 
but then it's like see like my team can't keep up to me like yeah you know I, there's no one here to pass to and i'm caught like you know what i mean and, like, and then that sort of goes back to the whole melnick out thing so they're like you got to pay up you like you we gotta like produce a better team that's here. what he's doing isn't that like he didn't he write a letter saying i'm gonna get like better players or so younger and faster players yeah fast yeah yeah fast there you go he's speaking to carlson there <laughs> yeah yeah anyway so he they they have to know like they they got a balance it's like it's like uh something's self-destructing on the inside but you you got to put a public brave face on it's it's that's what's happening to the organization mm-hmm. like they have to go out there and be like oh no eric wants to be a lifelong senator blah 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 blah. they got to say all that stuff yep. meanwhile even like they're having closed door meetings and there's tons of yelling and stuff going back and forth because he's a commodity he's a product and he wants what he thinks he deserves and going right for other mm-hmm. defensemen of his talent which like it it's a business, is and you can't win at all. Is like it ten million. Is it, what if it's twelve? If he wants twelve million a season or something, would you pay him twelve million dollars? Yeah, uh, yeah. If you if because he's worth that much, and like I think it, we we also owe. Like, him I mean, the market dictates that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, you know, obviously his career won't be this great in that duration of the contract, right? Like sign him for five years. But we 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 like been getting a pretty good deal the past <laughs> what is yeah it, five so years we've or... already got a good deal so like really like, you should look at that and he should even be able to come in and say you know like i gave you a discount the last what, yeah. however many years yeah. so maybe i can even think about it's 12 i, I won't budge on 12 yeah. million a year if that's what and the, if we decide to trade him that's great up. now like there are rumors that there's a falling out between melnick and carlson is that true i don't know like what I, I'm not into that. I, I can't. I like. I don't know these things, right? Like. But if there is, it should be. I mean, <clears throat> shouldn't it be Pierre Dorian or someone else in between there? Like, mm-hmm. why? Why would Carlson and the owner? Why would a player and the owner have such? Like, like what, the, to a point where you can have a falling out. Like, or, or what, they're, like they're also if, saying if Melnick's in the dressing room, why are you in the dressing room? Yeah. You are the owner of this team. The, Get out of here. They, well, they like, mentioned something like can. Dorian like, but, yeah, asked him to turn the music down in the dressing room, and Carlson wouldn't. You know, there was like that gossip as well. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just wow, a, that's like you're or, doing pretty or, good. Or then there's like 80, an Uber ride, an Uber ride that wasn't paid a, for Melnick under Melnick's uh, like credit card or something. You know, like I don't know. You hear all these things. I I think it's ridiculous. I I don't even want to know. I just you know show me a good hockey game. It's and it's kind of sad because like we're living in a time like when I used to. I have a kid, an eight year old, and we talk about hockey. When I talked about hockey with my dad when I was eight, it was about you know the score and the stats and the play on the ice. Now it's like my son was asking me if Carlson's getting traded and if like uh, Bobby Ryan will agree to waive his like no trade. And then like <laughs> all the salary cap stuff. He's like, well, will they be able to afford it? Will it, like fit in the, you know, all the, all this, it's really neat though. All, all this garbage. Yeah. yeah, I know, but come on. Yeah. Like, I, know, he, I know what you mean. This he, is ridiculous. You were, you were more simple than him. Yeah. No, no. What my whole point is though, like whenever I talk hockey with people, it, it's always salary cap. It's always salary cap. Everything's about that. I'm just getting so tired of it. Like, I just leave the salaries, leave all that business aside. Like I, I just want to watch a hockey talk, talk about a hockey team, a really well put hockey team, a really shitty hockey team, and a really good well, hockey like, it's team. It's like a really professional hockey, hockey right? Yeah. yeah. So speaking of professional hockey and mm-hmm. all this, like right now, there's a big push. We were just watching the Oscars, and it was all like gender parity. They were talking about gender parity, gender parity, yeah. and like the government's coming out, like it's all gender parity now. Mm-hmm. Should professional girls hockey players make the same amount as professional men? 
hockey players. You if have that's the, like do you the, have the, the exact same amount of people watching the uh, absolutely not. Yeah, like the the the, the biggest the, like glaring evidence of of that was a few weeks ago. We were watching, um, and the funny thing is, yeah, we were just ended up tuning into Calgary Toronto playing, mm-hmm. um, but it was girls hockey and uh, professional yeah. girls hockey. I think I don't even know what league it was, but I know it was pro. And um, no one in the stands, like very few people in the stands, like right, like it's played in yeah. a big place. No one really there. And um, anyways, the game was over. Good hockey though, like good good oh, hockey. Absolutely, right? they're Fantastic going into the hockey. corners hard, dude, playing a high level of hockey. And uh, and then I didn't even know it was the All Star game, but it switched right to the All Star game after that game. And the All-Star game was, like, all these shiny lights and yeah. all these advertisements and a full house and, like, you know, like, fireworks. Way more this, attention, yeah. So much attention. All this money pushed. Like, the mm-hmm. All-Star weekend is, like, the marketing weekend. Like, the yeah. NHL, look at us, right? Mm-hmm. So if, <clears throat> if you put even a fraction of the amount of money of that marketing into girls' hockey... You would get so more people market to the game more, and then therefore they would get. But who would pay for that? Like, why is it? Well, like... advertisers pay for marketing, and if no one watches anything, like. But I guess maybe an argument too would be. Well, yeah, you're right. But an argument would be, it doesn't say anywhere where you can't be a girl and play in the NHL. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. All right. So maybe that's the argument. It's like, well, no, come on in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sign them for cheap. Is that what you do? Bring them in and give them like two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Like, there, there's contact. I, they'd have to play a contact yeah. game. Um, yeah. Like, what's the lowest contract you can give someone? Oh, geez, I don't know. Was because to them, they would come 000, in. Yeah, but you imagine, like, for six hundred and whatever thousand dollars, I bet you there's a lot of women that would line up to play in the NHL, and you could. Right, but okay, if. Sure. If so there's if there's if there's any person who's capable of playing at an NHL caliber level of play, they should play in the NHL. Yeah. So that's the argument. And figure that out if you can. Great. These are the rules, and this is what happens. Yeah. I I, I think we're I think hopefully uh, we're we're at a point in society 650, where six hundred and fifty thousand. People wouldn't lose you, their man. minds and giggle that oh teehee look there's a girl playing or like how novel like hopefully if they can if she can prove that she's just as good and she belongs there why not yeah okay so I and, think that's I think we just figured and if out she, that if she takes a hit from someone it's no different than you know it's from you know much like the male player taking a hit like, like the Olympics I, I like keeping it separate personally oh yeah then there's the Olympics well there you, so, so then that brings it back to that side. Mm-hmm. I, I like it separate, but but I think like the Olympics, they do it well. They 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 promote uh, the the female sports as much as the male, and I mean the male still does get much more attention. But it's you, you don't really notice a huge difference, like uh, what you were saying about the All Star game, right? Or yeah, the I mean that game. was like basically the yin but and the yang, total opposite. That's different though. The the Olympics are the Olympics are, are what two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a mini tournament where the whole world is watching. It's completely different than an entire season over the span of months. Hey, you know what? There's questions if, out if, there. If There's no a big one, push. that's if, fair enough. If See, no one's I, watching women's I hockey, gen- I, I think I I, I, honestly, I care about gender like parity. If, I, if there was like more exposure, I would probably watch <laughs> more. Uh, 
more hockey, more women's hockey. It's just, it's other than the Olympics, it's never on TV. Like for me anyway, like I, I so have. promote it. Right, but. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not, I want to make sure. Girls I'm hockey not, is growing huge. And I'm telling you. I'm so, not saying so it Sarah, isn't. Sarah, who is my wife, who was never really a hockey fan, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, grew up in Canada, but now has a daughter that plays, you know, some good hockey. And she loves hockey and girls hockey and was like, she loves watching it. Yeah, because she's got a gateway. Right? She's got a gateway for it. Yeah. Yeah. Your daughter. But, like, but, but there's a lot, like, girls hockey's growing. Absolutely, and it yep. should. Yep. And if it grows to the point where there's an audience for it, yeah. and I, I don't know what, it's a chicken and the egg thing. I don't know the exact answer here. Is women's hockey not as high up because it was suppressed? Well, there you go. They could, or, that's, maybe or, they can claim discrimination. Or, no, 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 not even that. But or was just people looked at it and they compared the two products and said, this one, the NHL, is better than that one and focused their attention there. And that's where the money went. Well, no, that's for sure Like what happened. If like, they men, can, like, you know, like, men's hockey. But I guess it was like a man's world, you know, way back mm-hmm. in the day, too. So I... That yeah. may have played a part of it. It's a good, good question. As long to ask. as as long as the product is good, like the, like the '67s, like like it'd be like arguing that why isn't the '67s getting as much exposure as the auto centers? You know why? Because one in this particular case, one is better than the other, mm-hmm. it, and and it's but it's that way optically, not necessarily like definitively, but like optically because they're in a bigger arena. They they have advertising money. It's yeah. stars. It's people from all around the world. If it's professional hockey. And professional hockey, and it's a women's league and a men's league, which is basically what it is. But I actually think technically it's not. Um, it's a fair question to ask. Yeah, well, the way good. things are going now, the way things are being pushed. I, in that I, direction. I, I definitely like them separate, but I, I wouldn't mind a little bit more exposure to watch women's hockey. I think that's hockey. all it takes. Like, I think mm. that's what there was a glaring difference between something you don't even like. Like when I tell people, it's like, oh, there's a Calgary and a Toronto professional girls hockey team. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. A lot yeah. of people would, would say that. Yeah, I, and I then, don't. I, and then, honestly, I can say, I, I, yeah. Other than the Olympics, I know nothing about it. So. And then you flip the switch and hear mm-hmm. like like the next show right after was the All Star game, and it was mm-hmm. like a really glaring difference. And I'm like, yeah. if you took like if you took ten percent, which they'd never give them, mm-hmm. but if you took ten percent of the budget just for yeah. the NHL All Star game and gave that to you know, yeah. some, some women's pro hockey leagues, you might get some more people in the stands. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. Okay, anyway, uh, we can uh, actually touch on that a little bit more uh, down the yeah. road, too. It's interesting. It's a good topic. So let's go back to the beer here. Uh, this is a good beer. You know, one thing about this beer, I drank it really fast. Me like, too. It went down really fast. You know, sometimes you, ha- you get like a stout or something and you sip it, but this is uh, this would be a good... Uh, beer after a nice bicycle ride in the spring or hence bring, uh, you could bring a couple a couple yeah a couple of road rockets yeah yeah put, be, put, the, put nice. that in your camel back that you didn't buy at mac <laughs> yeah, oh, all right we're out of here bye <laughs> <laughs> all right okay go uh, since beer cast. it's uh yeah cheers arrive alive arrive alive, alive. She's the country's capital city.